What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the 2023 version of the 30 to 1 MLB Countdown Previews. I'm John Pielli, host of the Pass Ball Show. We've done uh, 30 to 1 MLB Countdown Team Previews for the last now 12 years. For those of you that under, don't understand how it works or haven't been told or just don't know, uh, we look at the over-unders. And I spent some time looking at it, what teams I think are going to win more than expected, what time, what teams are going to win less than expected. Then I come up with a manufactured win total that I come up with. Then I rank them, or I total them up. I, uh, I have the most team with the most wins is number one. The team with the least wins is number 30. Today, I'm going to be talking about the Cincinnati Reds. I apologize for not having a full-size helmet, but I figured this played a Tom Seaver. We'll make up for it a little bit. Obviously, a dominating pitcher for the Reds from the years of 1977 to 1982. He threw his only no-hitter pitching for the Cincinnati Reds. Unfortunately, the Reds, outside of one postseason appearance in 1980, didn't make a run for the World Series during Seaver's time there. But many Reds fans will remember Seaver for his success with the Reds. Of course, the most of his career he spent pitching for the New York Mets. But the same Red team, that's won the World Series in 1919. And by the way, a, the most disrespected World Series champion in the history of Major League Baseball with the backdrop of the 1919 Black Sox scandal and the fact that they threw the World Series. They also won in 1940, 1975, 1976, and 1990. Uh, this team is in the middle of a rebuild, a rebuild that seems to be the fault of the owner. The owner says, hey, I don't want to spend money on player salaries anymore. And the Reds, who may have had some talent, may have had the ability at one point with the likes of Nick Castellanos, some of the pitching they had led by Luis Castillo, they don't have that anymore. And in an offseason that saw them lose, not that much in regards to players. Kyle Farmer traded uh, to the Minnesota Twins. Tommy Pham left as a free agent. He joined the New York Mets. Kevin Newman comes over in a trade from the Pittsburgh Pirates. Good chance to be an everyday shortstop. And Will Myers comes over to handle some of the DH first base outfield duties. They do have some good young pitching. Nick Lodolo looked very good last year. I think he's going to be uh, become a stable force in the team's rotation. Hunter Green, the one-time first-round draft pick, can hit a little bit, but is going to focus on pitching. He's going to get more of a chance. Um, Tucker Ashcraft pitched pretty well last year. Luke Weaver, who's come over from the Cardinals and Diamondbacks organization. Justin Dunn, the former New York Mets prospect, traded first to Seattle and then over to the Cincinnati Reds in a separate trade, is injured at this moment. Chase Anderson, journeyman major league pitcher, has got a chance to make some starts for that team right now. And Daniel Norris is also in there uh, as a non-roster invitee. When it comes to the bullpen, I think their bullpen is going to be a little bit better. Led by Edwin Diaz's brother, Alexis, who's probably going to be their closer this year. Uh, Lucas Sims, TJ Antoine, who's injured right now. Buck Farmer, Ian Gabalt. Um, you look at a guy like uh, Tehran Guerrero, who has a live arm, maybe a chance to make the team. Hunter Strickland in regards for a, a veteran presence. Um, the Reds are going to be an audition type of group. So if you could if you could throw hard, if you could throw strikes, you're going to get an opportunity to pitch for this team. Now the expectation, like I said, aren't that isn't that good. You have an offense led by veteran Joey Votto, who's going to play out his contract. He's going to be a 
Reds legend. His number is going to be retired by the team. He's going to go into the Baseball Hall of Fame. The question is going to be how much does Joey Votto have left? Can he hit 300 again? If he is kind of hitting the, the last stages of his career where he's going to be more of a, uh, a liability, you may want to see the Reds take a better look at some younger players because they're not looking to win anytime soon. Um, they do have some some talent. I like Nick Senzel, who's going to start the season on the injured list. Jonathan India, the one-time first-round draft pick of the Cincinnati Reds, is going to be playing second base for them. So I think I think there is some promise in regards to young players. Uh, Tyler Stevenson. He's going to be a pretty solid uh, major league catcher. I think he's going to be one of the more underrated catchers in a moment. You know, India won the Rookie of the Year last year. Um, I'm looking at Spencer Steer as I kind of jump into my prospect previews when it comes to the Reds. He's got a chance to be the everyday third baseman. And what I say about opportunity, you know, we, we talk about the change in regards to expectations, a team that I think could lose close to 100 games this year, could look a lot better if some of the younger players come up and become um, stars. And the Reds, for having a bad record in regards to the last couple seasons, have benefited with some good draft picks. And they've also made some trades. Um, deals with you know the Twins for Tyler Molly got them Spencer Steer. The deal with the Seattle Mariners for Luis Castillo got them Novelli Marte. Two guys that could very well break camp or at least become starters for the Reds before this season's over. In the meantime, it's going to be up to guys like Jake Fraley and uh, Stuart Fairchild. They're going to be getting a lot of at-bats. You're going to see what they're made of because they're going to be playing a, a lot at the major league level. If I'm putting a lineup together at the Cincinnati Reds, it's going to be without Senzel, who's there. It's going to be probably with Kevin Newman over uh, Barrero in a, in a shortstop battle because I, I just think he's got more experience and I think he has a little more upside. But we'll see how it works out. Fairchild in center, India at second, Vado because he's a veteran, batting third and playing first, Will Myers batting fourth, DHing, Stevenson catching, Jake, Jake Fraley in left field. Uh, we're looking at Spencer Steer getting a chance to play 150 games this year. He may not be a star yet, but he has a very good chance of becoming an all-star. Kevin Newman and then Chad Pinder, the veteran who comes over from the A's, more of a utility player, but he gets some starting at-bats to start the season with Senzel out. Um, Matt Reynolds, former Mets draft pick, played pretty well for the Reds last year, getting a little chance to play at the major level, kind of what I've been talking about, the Reds being a good chance for a player to get some at-bats, to get some exposure, maybe to see if they can, they can hang at the major league level. Uh, you know, when it comes to their prospects, Ellie De La Cruz, I think, is their best prospect. He had a very good year last year. Hit 28 home runs, drove in 86 runs, stole 47 bases, hit 304 at a 945 OPS. Like I said, I mean, where, what player is blocking his opportunity to get some MLB at-bats? You know, I think the sooner the better. I think the Reds are in a situation, especially if their owner is not interested in spending any money, which is a disappointment from a team that's got such a great tradition, one that's known to 
host opening day, have the first game of the year in a parade held in Cincinnati. I think of baseball history when I think of Cincinnati, and I'm a little disappointed in where the Reds as an organization have gone. So hopefully, I hope for the best. But when it comes down to it, I look at this team when it's all said and done, finishing with a 63-99 and record, last place in the National League Central. Last year, they were 62-100, and so it's a very marginal improvement. Um, if you're interested in any of my other team previews, check them out. You know, they're available on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, and, of course, videos on YouTube. God bless you, and as always, I'll see you on the other side.